Welcome to a Second Chance at Life podcast. I am your host, Arvilla Beckworth. I help women who've been confronted with life's challenges turn their experiences into an opportunity at a new direction in life. Each week, you will hear motivating stories, life-changing interviews, along with actionable tips and strategies to doing life over again. Now, let's get the show started. Welcome to a Second Chance at Life podcast. I'm your host, Arvilla, and this is episode number four. Hey, what's going on, everybody? And thank you for joining me for another week, another episode. If you are new to my podcast, I want to welcome you. And if you're one of my returning listeners, thank you for coming back. What's going on, everybody? And thank you for joining me this week. I won't hold you long today, so let me go ahead and jump into this week's topic. How to deal with unresolved hurt. A few months ago, I was listening to a podcast by Steve Harvey, and he was talking about how people deal with their past and sometimes how long it takes for them to get over it. The thing that really stuck to me the most was a phrase that he said. And the phrase was, when you carry bricks from your past, you end up building the same house. I'll say that one more time. When you carry bricks from your past, you end up building the same house. Now, I really had to think about that for a little bit. When I first heard him say this, I was like, okay, what does that mean? You know, I kept thinking and thinking. And then when I applied it to something in my past, I was like, oh my gosh, now that makes sense. And the part that made sense for me is because in different situations in my life, there was something that I brought from my past into a new situation. And some of the things that was I was bringing over was low self-esteem, resentment, pain, anxiety, rejection, and of course, fear. And if I can reference to one thing, I would say a relationship. And I believe a lot of people can kind of relate to this. Um, In my current relationship or my marriage, in the very beginning stages with my husband, I was self-sabotaging it. The reason why I believe I was doing that, because I was looking for these same insecurities or the same things that I had in my past relationship, I was thinking or maybe even hoping they were going to eventually show up in this new relationship. And my husband brought it to my attention at the time, was like, hey, 
I'm not sure what's going on. Um, I believe we have a good thing going on, but it seems like every few times I'm noticing you're trying to portray certain things onto our relationship that is not there. And I try to play it off. I'm not, I'm not sure what you're talking about, tripping. But when I kind of got by myself, I knew exactly what he was talking about. I was bringing fear into this relationship, bringing past pain, bringing resentment. It was almost like those things that I listed were crutches in this new relationship. I knew I had something to fall back on. If this relationship didn't work, well, guess what? It was because of pain or because of fear or rejection. And it wasn't fair to my husband for me to bring these things into this new relationship because I had a fresh slate starting this relationship. I told myself when I took my break that, okay, any new relationship that I get into, I can't bring these things into it or the person that sees it may not want to deal with it. And that's easier said than done until it happens and then the person's kind of put it in your face like, hey, this relationship's not going to work out if you keep throwing these things in my face. You know, if I didn't do anything, if you can't trust me, if you're putting these stipulations on me, I don't want to be in this relationship. And that's pretty much what my husband did. He's like, you know, I love you. I love being with you. I love our time together, but I can't be the person you keep throwing these stones or making me out to be. And I've showed you none of these things. So why are you putting this on me? And that wasn't fair to him because in all reality, I didn't deal with my past hurt. During my time of trying to get myself back together, because it really shook me. My husband told me that I had to reach out to uh, a therapist to really help me understand why did I continue to bring those things that I told myself I didn't want to deal with past hurt? I didn't want to uh, have low self-esteem. I didn't want to do loss or rejection again. And she told me the reason why you're still dealing with it, because you never dealt with it. Plain and simple. And for me, it was so easier to sweep these things under the rug because since I was no longer in the relationship, and I was by myself, I didn't have to deal with these things because there was no one else that I had to do this with. So when the test finally came and I got into another relationship, those things that I swept away showed their ugly heads and came back up. And it seemed like they came back stronger than ever because like I said, once you don't deal with something, it's going to eventually rear its head somewhere. If I can give you any piece of advice, understand that your healing process will not happen overnight. It's going to take time because it didn't take you overnight to get into these bad habits or bad hurts. So make sure you give yourself plenty of patience as you get through it. But I wanted to give you guys some steps that will help you let go of your past and past hurt. Number one, be okay that the person who hurt you 
may never apologize. I know you you want that apology from that person that hurt you. You want to figure out why they did what they did. But in reality, is it going to change how you feel about the situation? For me, I think in the beginning I was looking for an apology, but as time kept going, I don't think I wanted to hear the, hear the apology because I figured it wasn't going to be the truth anyway. So why further hurt my feelings when I could just be okay that I wouldn't get one? Number two, write a letter to the person who hurt you and tell them how you feel. Now, you can actually give this letter to the person or you don't have to. What I want to get you to do is be able to write everything in this letter, how you felt, what it made you do, how mad you were, how upset you were, everything that you've been holding in, bottled in, even taking out on other people, I want you to write it down, get it out. There's no need for you to hold on that anymore. The fastest way to get through it is to write it out and be okay with be okay with what you've written out. Don't go back and scratch it. Don't ball it up and throw it away and start over. Put your true feelings of your hurt on that sheet of paper. Number three, if the hurt was traumatic, please seek out a therapist slash counselor for additional help. Sometimes the hurt that a lot of us deal with can't be done by us alone. We need somebody that is licensed, somebody that's trained, that has talked with other people in your same situation and have actionable some tips, some strategies, some homework to help you get through your hurt, excuse me, but make sure that you don't deal with it alone. Number four. It's almost the same as three, but it's to get into a support group that deals with your specific hurt. You may have a counselor that you work with, that you uh, have individual attention, but I've learned when I work with other women that have also went through domestic violence, I had other people that I could bounce, bounce ideas off of other people that were further along than I I was. So now they were giving me things that I could use, um, that I can incorporate to help me heal a lot faster. And also, I made a few friends um, along with the support group. So when I had those days when I wanted to break down and cry, I could call them. Or when I had those days when I just don't know what to do and I couldn't get a hold of my counselor, I could call them. So make sure you have some some type of support group that you can reach out to at all times. Five, forgive yourself and forgive them. Now, when I say forgive them, if you were like me 15 years ago, I didn't want to forgive. I wanted to have that hurt, that mad 
I wanted to be able to say, this is what you did that I'll never forgive you. But one thing that a pastor said in a sermon is forgiveness is not for them, it's for you. And when I heard that, I was like, ouch, dang. It's not my job to make it, I guess, my priority to make sure the person knows that I'm forgiving them. It's more for my sanity. Because if I don't forgive them, it's on my mind, it's on my spirit, and I keep dragging it everywhere I go just because I don't want to forgive. But forgive them and then also forgive you. The forgiveness for you could come in a form as, like myself, why did I stay so long? Or maybe forgiving that you knew something and you did nothing about it. Give yourself grace and mercy. None of us are perfect. And so when you understand that part, it'll help you understand, okay, something happened, but I'm going to forgive myself. I can learn from it. I can help somebody else get through it. But don't hold on to it and let it eat you up inside. I know living life without closure is not fun. But in order to get to the next level in your life, you have to heal from it. So please allow those five steps to at least get you started. It may not be exactly what you need, but at least it'll be a foundation for you to at least start and begin the healing. You don't want to go around dragging unresolved hurt to your job, to another relationship, into your current family, into your business. We all are going to have hurt throughout our lives. So understand that During that transition, during that learning curve, you don't have to be perfect. You just want to make sure that you're healed so you're not hurting someone else. The old saying is, hurt people hurt people. And when I heard that, I didn't get it either. But when I broke it down, people that are hurt end up hurting people. So please... Make sure you seek out help and get past your unresolved issues and unresolved hurt. Until next time, keep on smiling. Thank you for listening to a Second Chance at Live podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And if you know someone who would benefit from this podcast, please make sure you share. Until next week, keep smiling, learning, and striving for a second chance at life.